We enter now in a leather that's going to take us eight sessions. It's quite a deep leather and fascinating. And to understand it, we have to introduce the idea that although there are many bodies within Torah study, there are fundamentally two areas of Torah. Hanigla, the revealed Torah, and Nister, the hidden Torah. Revealed Torah refers to pretty much what most of us consider, you know, basic Judaism. The Gemara, the Talmud, the Tanakh, the Halakha, practical Judaism. Nister, the hidden, is the stuff that was hidden for most of history, and that is Jewish mysticism, or Kabbalah, Hasidus, etc. Now, in this letter, he explores a fascinating thing from the Zohar, which can give a mistaken impression. And Rabbi Shneur Zalman is here to clarify, not to make the, that impression. And through this, he explores the role of these two bodies of law, these two bodies of Torah. And he begins. He says, in the section of the Zohar called Raya Mahemna, the trusted shepherd, he says the following, he says, with this work of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, which is the Zohar, that shines from the incredible high levels, specifically the level of Bina in the level of Atzilut, there is no trial. What does it mean, there is no trial? The Zohar previously stated that at the time of the final redemption, the Jewish people will be put to, test, to a test. Those who belong to the good side will withstand it, while those who belong to the side of evil won't. The Zohar then states that those who study the tree of life, which is the Zohar, will not be put to the test. And in his words, with this book, the book of Zohar, the book of Jewish mysticism, Yifkun Beimingalusa Barachim, they will go out of exile with mercy. And the tree of knowledge, the knowledge of good and bad, remember there were two trees in the Garden of Eden, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge. The tree of knowledge, which includes prohibition and permission, impurity and purity, the paradox that will no longer dominate Israel. They will only get their energy from the, the tree of life, not from the tree of paradox. Now, seemingly what that implies is that the rules of Torah, which are paradoxical, things are permitted, prohibited, different opinions, etc., won't be dominant in the time of Mashiach, which is hard to get our head around. It can't be. But yes, it seems to imply that the study of laws of ritual pro prohibition and permission, purity, etc., relates to the knowledge, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now, this is very surprising in itself, that a part within Torah should be designated as the tree of knowledge of good and evil, meaning it's gray. Moreover, this contradicts the plain meaning of Scripture that says that the Torah that, re that has been revealed to us, but we pick up the Torah and we say, it's a tree of life, not tree of knowledge. This is especially since the Zohar was concealed for most of Jewish history, and the whole wisdom of Kabbalah was hidden in their days and concealed from all the Torah scholars except for a select few. And even those who did study did it privately, not publicly, as stated in the Talmud. 
And therefore, because it was only exposed really in the last few hundred years, it was Darizal who lived in the 16th century who used the words, Mutar um It is permitted and obligatory to reveal the wisdom of Jewish mysticism, Kabbalah, but that was not in the earlier generations. And even Rabbi Shimon Yechai says himself in the Zohar that he was only given permission to reveal these ideas to him and his associates. So it's a remarkable wonder. So you're trying to tell me that um, all the stuff, all the Torah that people learned was not of the highest level? Even if it's practical Torah, we know it's the greatest, highest level. It's more important even than davening. Even if it's something very basic and technical, like business ethics. So how can you say that the rest of Torah comes from the tree of knowledge? And that he contradicts himself even based on stuff that he says elsewhere within the Zohar. And he says, we find Rav Shemri Yechai dealt considerably with argumentation of problems and solutions which derive seemingly from the side of evil and impurity. Even when he was in the cave for 13 years, he was adjudicating, um, he was figuring out halachic things which are complex. So what does that mean? What does it mean that the other parts of Torah are not at the same level, they're not from the tree of knowledge, of life? What does that mean? 